plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Good morning, guys, and welcome back to Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today, we have a guest on our show, Scott Stanfield, or as he likes to call himself, Modern Longevitarian. Today's episode is going to be about why Scott, not someone in a health or fitness industry, someone who's been involved in hospitality management over 24, 25 years, uh, why Scott decided to look into longevitarian lifestyle, basically a lifestyle that promotes longevity and great mental and physical performance for many years, why Scott decided to do a lot of exploration and experimentation um, with kind of advanced diet uh, lifestyles like keto diet or warrior diet or advanced intermittent fasting, uh, but also why Scott decided to explore more advanced uh, lifestyle tools like uh, breathing and other tools. So this is amazing conversation uh, where you're going to learn about weight loss uh, with no calories uh, counting uh, you're going to learn about intermittent fasting, how you can use this to improve your longevity, to improve your health, to beat your cancer uh, odds. Uh, and also, if you have any excuses uh, about being exposed to so much food variety in the modern world and not being able to stick with your uh better food choices because of all this variety and all of this food exposure and all the advertising, etc., etc., etc. Well, as I said, Scott has been involved in hospitality management uh, for over 25 years now, and he spends a lot of time on a daily basis in a restaurant environment where cooks and preps uh, make deliciously looking and smelling recipes all day long, and he still manages to do a lot of fasting and to stick with any diet or uh, lifestyle he chooses to. So quit your excuses, tune in to this conversation, and as always, eat better daily. 
Thank you, Scott, for uh, coming uh, to Food School podcast uh, as a guest, uh, sharing your life experience uh, and also your lifestyle and uh, to help more people to realize how much power, I guess, they have over their own health or over their own performance and uh, years of life, the amount of those years and the quality of those years. So uh, tell our listeners a little bit of your story. Uh, Why uh, are you calling yourself modern uh, longevitarian and uh, what's your mission in the world? Anything you feel is important for the listener to know? Okay. Well, um, why I'm on this mission that I've been on personally is because about 15 years ago, my my dad got prostate cancer. He was only 55 years old. And at the time, I was about 30 years old, and I was 40 pounds overweight. And I was just, you know, eating the, the standard American Southern diet. I'm from South Carolina originally. And... Um, and so that was a big eye opener for me. And also was looking around at a couple things like my grandfather, my dad's dad died of cancer at age 62. My, um, my, my, my uncle passed away of cancer. He was 60 prostate cancer, both of them prostate cancer, my dad and my uncle. Um, and he was 60 in just a couple months. My dad's two best friends died of cancer, one prostate cancer, and one colon cancer. Uh, a couple of years after my dad got cancer, my mom got uterine cancer and had to have a hysterectomy. And so I knew I was genetically predisposed for it, but the only thing I could control is what I eat, um, the what I put on my body, um, the air I breathe. Uh, and uh, so um, I, I, at that point, became a vegetarian. Um or pescatarian mainly, and I migrated to almost vegan um, at that point. And I still um, was struggling with weight problems. I've I've lost forty pounds twice. Um, Why twice? I, well, because I gained it back. <laughs> so the <laughs> first time I first time I really lost it was by doing P ninety X, and this mm-hmm. is go, going back about ten years ago. And then I gained it uh, gained it back, and then lost it again six years ago. And um, the, the second time I lost it through diet, not through beating it to death by just over-exercising. Mm-hmm. Um, P90X is about nine and a half hours a week. Not that that's a bad thing, but when you work the hours, I work as a you know director of food and beverage or a restaurant general manager. Um, you don't always have an hour a day to work out or more than an hour a day to work out. And so how I came up with Modern Longevitarian was you know, when you're a vegetarian and you're someone in my position, I was a director of food and beverage at a hospital when I came up with this term. Mm-hmm. And um, it it basically was um, uh, people kept talking about my diet, my diet, my diet. And I was like, health is so much bigger than 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 just what we eat. There's so many different pieces to it. And I was actually working out when I came up with this, came up with the term, uh, how would you better classify myself? And I was like, well, I'm a longevitarian. And gosh, this was probably five or six years ago because I've been in, I left that job four and a half years ago. So, Mm -hmm. Um, and I I thought I was like, came up with this new word and I moved longevitarian in the middle of my workout. 
and it was in a book 100 years ago, and com had been taken by another um, another entity, in, and basically it was talking about um, people who live to be over 100. Now, my, my definition of longevitarian is not that I want to live to be over 100. I mean, I think that would be nice, but I want to extend the years that I'm fully functional. Uh, I don't want to start degrading and get cancer at 55 or um, any of those things. I want to extend my fully functional years that I can go on really long hikes or fast, you know, fast mm-hmm. and perform highly at work and in play and be there, have as just as much energy when I'm home with my family as I do as I'm at work. So yeah. that's really, really what I what I focus on and how I structure that, um, you, you know, my day by, you know, fasting every a little bit every day. I don't eat breakfast, never like breakfast. Um, I ate it because I was told I had to. And then uh, now I don't eat breakfast. This like either black coffee or occasional bulletproof coffee is what I have for breakfast. Yeah. And so we, you know, transitioning into your lifestyle, into your personal diet. So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what you do daily exactly and maybe a little bit about why you do exactly like those practices that you do regularly? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, like I said, I I intermittent fast every day. um, And the reason I do that is because you have to think about a world where Every everything that I would want to eat is at my disposal in a commercial kitchen. Kitchen. So if to if you're if a restaurant serves cheesecake in the evening and they don't take it out of the freezer, they actually make it from scratch. Mm-hmm. Then what happens is there actually there's a prep team, a, a, a team of prep cooks that are there in the morning actually baking cheesecake. So you walk mm-hmm. in the morning, you walk in the kitchen in the morning, and you're smelling bacon cooking for to go on the salads. You got cheesecakes are cooking. You may have that because I work in a hotel. Sometimes you may have an amenity that has chocolate covered strawberries. So there's chocolate that the chefs are making, you know, or are melting. There's chocolate chip cookies for something else. There's all this array of 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 things that are cooking, and everything's at our fingertips that we can have to eat. So um, when I stumbled on the book, the Warrior Diet, six years ago. Mm-hmm. It it was a it was a completely different thing for me. I had was losing my forty pounds for the second time, and I lost ten pounds by starting P ninety X again. But I was really struggling with it this time, uh, and I was forty years old, so I'm forty six now. I was forty, and so it was different than you know being in my mid thirties. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, can I interrupt you a little bit? You don't yeah. look a day over thirty. <laughs> <laughs> thank, oh. thank you, thank you very much. Must be That's working. Called- that's the whole point, right? That's the whole point of this, right? Is uh, to do that. Um, is 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 to to look to look younger and be younger and and uh, and be able to maintain your youthfulness. But um, and you're not the first person to tell me that. I've, I've, I think in the last year I've gotten gotten young younger uh, <laughs> last couple of years um, for that. But but anyway, so intermittent fasting is big for me, and it was really a thing where I could draw a line or build a moat between me and food. I had to rechange, I had to change my relationship with food. So the first week I started doing a, a 20 uh, underfeeding and a four hour feeding window, I lost seven pounds in the first seven days. I did wow. that. And um, I then, and I, I'm, 
Did Go you ahead. restrict any calories? I mean, while oh, you were eating? Gosh, I was gorging myself. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was, um, uh, it was just, it, because, you know, I, and I, and this is before I was doing, doing keto. So this was just like, and, and the word diet was, um, you know, you could have black coffee in the morning, one in the afternoon, maybe some miso soup or in the first couple of weeks, you could have like some protein or six ounces of protein during the day mm-hmm. to get you through to where you could fast. And I would have a banana, which a banana is a hundred calories and 20 grams of carbs. Uh, you know, so I, you know, those, that's what I was having to kind of keep me going. And I was pretty active at that time because I was commuting to Salt Lake and I was taking the bus. So I was walking, you know, four or five miles a day. Plus I had a, a stand up desk was worth another seven pounds of weight loss mm-hmm. without changing anything. But when you start eating with a warrior diet, he says, you know, um, the author says, start with uh, raw, you know, like salads or vegetables, then go cook meats and vegetables mm-hmm. and only carbs if you need them. Um, or if you want them, and, but no calorie restriction. So no calorie restriction, I lost seven pounds. Um, and I think what happens, you know, you know what, what, not what I think what happens, but um, what happens is, is that we um, go into ketosis a little bit every day uh, with that. And, um, and, and so that's, we're probably losing some water weight, you know, that, that way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's um, making sure my phone's charging. Sorry about yeah, that. Fine. Yeah. Um, so so I've been an avid, huge fan of intermittent fasting for the last six years. And um, and I do that every day. Um, first three years were not uh, keto um, for that. And then, so what happened was, is about three years ago, um, I was listening to a lot of uh, the Tim Ferriss Show podcasts, and there was one on the ketogenic diet, and I'm a diet geek. I mean, you can ask me about pretty much any diet, and I know it. Um, I was used to read, I because I've always been in search of what's going to, you know, like, I feel great today. What did I do to make me feel great today? I'm going to recreate this over and over and over again. Um, and so I can perform at my best. I'm, I'm a racer at heart. I, I grew up racing go-karts and so I want to perform and as best as I can, uh, and break records and, and go as fast as I can, can every day. But my, but my point being is like, I just kept researching all these things. So I looked at the paleo diet, um, Mediterranean diet. I took a half day class, uh, on the Mediterranean diet, um, in, and then, you know, like obviously, you know, all these different, you know, South Beach diet. I've read read about all these bulletproof diet, you know, all of these things. I read about them and under, you know, and really was trying to connect the pieces together. And so there on the Tim Ferriss show was when he interviewed uh, Dr. Dom DeAnastigo, which is now like the godfather of, of the, the keto diet, which actually to me, the godfather is Dr. Stephen Finney, um, who wrote the art science of low carb. And really did a lot of stuff back 40 years ago and lived for 10 years in ketosis. Um, but but I love Dr. Stephen Finney. Anyway, I was flying back from South Carolina. I downloaded this podcast. It's three and a half hours long. That's how long my flight was. And I listened to this podcast about the ketogenic diet. And I had done the Atkins diet years ago in my 20s and really liked it a lot. And um, 
and I, you know, I was really thin then I was, you know, working out every day. I was still single, you know, and I, um, and I can change my diet because I don't have to change my like, buying habits for groceries. I can just change, you know, and at work, I can just decide today I'm going to have a steak or today I'm going to have a salad, you know, I can, and it's already kind of made for me and I can have people just make it for me. I'm kind of spoiled. My wife hates it, but, but, but anyway, um, I had read about the ketogenic diet three years ago or listened to the podcast and did some research on it, watched the videos by Dr. Stephen Finney. And then I, I did it for a couple of weeks and, 